0: The most cathartic show out there, where they say stuff I just think, oh, you can't say that. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the U.S. strikes
1: back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Enough <laughs> Whole world going
2: to shit.
3: Welcome to Planet Rage, the intersection of insanity and madness. Here are your hosts, Larry Blydner and Darren O'Neill.
4: Hello, and welcome, to episode one hundred and six of Planet Rage. One hundred and six, baby, God, how See, can that be? Seems like we were just doing one hundred and five, you know. Yes, it did.
5: And by the way, that little Billy Idol thing you were doing in the begin, start. What was? What do you think that was recorded? just offhand if you could guess
4: that latest one was
5: uh fairly current oh, okay because there was a uh, kind of a guitar solo in there which was suspiciously similar to uh, Slash's sweet child of mine like that opens it up and i thought hmm,
4: hmm could very well be well, yeah. a, look, 2021 was that uh okay it was a little ep that came out song called you don't have to kiss me like that along with baby put your clothes back on i mean billy what's wrong with he must be getting old (laughs) billy idol's getting old when that is the song title baby put your clothes back on we don't know who he's singing to this is true this is true there's bitter taste in a song called rita hayworth billy's Uh, never really put anything bad out no he hasn't no we like him he's got the attitude He's still going strong where Shane McGowan dead at 65. Who's that? The lead singer of the Pogues who. Oh, right. I read that. So that's right. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people were surprised. Shane made it to 50. So, I mean, there's really, there's that. Okay. He, he had the time. I mean, a lot of, a uh, lot of whiskey and a lot ooh. of meth, I guess, at one point. And ooh. ooh those things, they mixed together. He was good friends with Johnny Depp, which I thought was an interesting, uh, Mm. caring yeah that johnny but uh sammy hagar i we had yesterday on the rock and roll pre-show ozzy osbourne it was his 75th birthday and i'm like sammy hagar 77 ozzy 75 sammy looks like he could take on the world he does yes is it wow. good living i mean what are we missing out on here <laughs> i think that's it
5: uh yeah i mean i don't know i don't know much about why well, i read a, actually i read a bio. That Sammy did a few years ago was very good and um, I don't remember him you having the usual cycle of uh, you know drugs and rehab and come to Jesus I I think he's been a clean liver if I recall correctly pretty much that could do it like Uncle Ted yeah and then he started the tequila brand and holy shit is he rich (laughs) and and that is I gotta say that is the best tequila I've ever had and you know I was once at a guy's house and he had everything lined up you know the patrons and this and that and the cabo and all this high-end shit and i thought hands down sammy's was the best and not the most expensive so that was also no no not cheap but not outrageous at all
4: cabo wabo and yeah that's the party brand yeah make a little bit of money as a rock star you go into alcohol i guess that's it yeah a lot of them have Mm -hmm. yeah and then at least you have a sponsor for your tour
5: Yeah, and I'd sooner buy Sammy's uh,
4: tequila than uh, George Clooney's, say that too. So, there. DigiGuru says, of course, you'd like Sammy Hagar. He's another ginger. (laughs) Maybe it is. Maybe all the redheads got to stick together. Maybe. Well, you know, Sammy, I
5: mean, still, you know, hair color aside, uh, you know, one of the greatest uh, rock rasps in the history of the genre, for sure. I mean, holy shit. He could howl.
4: And that is not easy to do no
5: as we know mm-hmm.
4: and a lot of yeah. these guys that had that rasp one of them was the lead singer for rat back in the 80s now you could barely talk <laughs> you know it's like he will just shoot your vocal cords right the hell out he's a total mute huh <laughs> not very good. i mean oh, he's still trying to sing and it's like don't do that it's not Ooh. Ooh. not working out don't fire was that rat with two t's it was wasn't yes it, it was Yes. They were big when I was in junior high. Round and round was the big sound. Round
5: and round. Oh, my God. That was them. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. The greatest album cover ever, maybe, with uh, a scantily clad Tawny Katane crawling towards Mm. the sewer grate on the street. Yes. Back when rock and roll was real.
5: Well, back when they weren't afraid of the, uh, the first part of the Troika of sex, drugs, and there's lots of sex. Where'd that all go?
4: I saw another article about how the chillin today want less sex in their television and movies and all that kind of thing. Mm. And it's very weird because somebody pointed out, well, that just means we're going to have way more violence than sex. And I don't know (laughs) if that's a good trade off. (laughs) Like that's just weird. It's very weird because it's biology.
5: I think they want less sex and less violence and more social responsibility. That's what I think must be.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of social responsibility, only eleven people shot in Chicago this week and nobody dead allegedly. What's wrong? Hell's going on? I don't know. It wasn't even that cold.
5: Maybe they're selling like faulty ammo in there. That's it. Or
4: they're just not reporting it or everybody may be in the holiday season. That could be it, yes. But I don't understand the younger generation like, well, we're not into sex. Like well, then you're everybody's gonna die off. This again, <laughs> when you hear all this stuff like Bill Gates and these people and population control, and then you hear the youngsters being like, "Well, we're not into sex." I'm like, "Well, then you're gonna have population control."
6: Yes, I don't get it.
4: Sex, drugs, and rock and roll—that used to be what everybody wanted. Now, meant um, shortage. Now, yeah, nothing. That's what they wanted. Yeah, but it seemed. No, it's,
5: it seems like it's more of a, a guy thing with these low T levels, whatever. And you see all these, the lament of, uh, you know, young women is where, where are the men that, uh, want to rock and roll and they just want to, I guess, uh, watch porn and, um, do video games, I guess. I don't know.
4: Well, they were told, you know, you can't even ask a woman out because that is, that is harassment. Well, yeah, that is, you're right. That is. So where did you think it was going to go? Where did you think? <laughs> you know it's like no it's it's just a very weird place that we are as a it really society is it really is yeah
5: yeah and then all this this uh you know phone dating bullshit swipe right. left swipe left i mean that that completely removes uh the element of uh of boldness from asking some check out i mean it used to be you know you had to kind of you know square your shoulders and walk across that dance floor or room whatever it was and introduce yourself and work your magic now just press a fucking button on your phone swipe right how
4: how limp could that possibly be i don't know swipe right swipe left whatever you got to do yeah Um, yeah so it's strange it is strange strange. if anybody knows why let us know because i don't yeah maybe a lot of it is just the way people communicate because You're absolutely correct. It used to be you would ask somebody out in person or you at least had to meet them in person and then somehow figure out a way how to contact them. You couldn't go find them on the Internet. Nope. So you had to get a phone number. Maybe if it was a friend of a friend, you can get a phone number that way. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, it was the in-person ask out. And now, no, it's all just online. Yeah. Where there's no real repercussion if you get shot down. No risk whatsoever. Yeah, you just delete and go and pretend it never happened. Yeah, <laughs> it's strange. But now what happened to your microphone? He you said you're on a different oh, rig.
5: I'm at a different rig. And here's why um, I the first time that uh, when I moved east, the first uh, planet rage you did f- from the east here, I did in this very room, which is an upstairs bedroom. And it's kind of an acoustic shit bomb. It's, it's terrible. It's bare walls. And seems to me like it's echoing a lot. But if you're not getting that good, you know. Maybe this, I'm using this little Samson USB travel mic. All the other good shit, you know, the, uh, the preamp and the mo- Motu, that's all in the basement. However, the basement, it's like most basements. It's not, it's not cinder blocks and puddles on the floor. It's a pretty nice basement, but still, there's no daylight. And I swear to God, sitting down there for two hours and change <laughs> in artificial light makes me want to fucking scream. So I thought, you know, it worked out once before on this little Samson rig here, and I'm going to try it again. You know, if it's terrible, I'll I'll pull it and run downstairs in a in a jiffy, whatever that is, and rig up to the uh, the
4: other stuff. You know, it's your choice. You're the you're the Ben here, as you know. Hey, there's and a more. it's a little room noise, but that's okay. I mean, that's it's okay. The, it's All again, I right. mean, everybody's got room noise. It's not in right. the uh, we're not in the NPR quite yet where it's. <sighs> You know, welcome Larry Bleidner to uh, Planet Rage. The NBR
5: tomb. Uh The other thing, too, is, you know, in California, there are almost no basements, really. Probably one in a hundred, maybe one in five hundred homes have a basement. Why that is, I don't know, maybe it's the earthquake thing or land was cheaper, so there's no reason to excavate, you know, for more room. Um, But I never, I've been... I always get this shit with people oh my basement is great i've you know i've got a waterfall and a six-seat bar and a and fo- and <laughs> foosball and uh, and uh, you know and, no it's a fucking basement <laughs> i don't yeah. care what you do to it it's still a fucking basement and i don't like them so there it will
4: always be a basement
5: yeah oh and then the man the man cave aspect that's my man cave well if you're really the man why are you shoved in the shittiest room in the house why isn't your ca-
4: <laughs> why isn't your cave in a good room with right. daylight <laughs> yeah but everybody else in the basement exactly be a man the yeah. uh, i mean you have you tried the the daylight uh the simulation bulbs that uh <laughs> yeah, i know some of the early days they suck some of the newer ones aren't bad yeah and maybe i will that way oh. it doesn't at least feel because back when we first went into the basement one it was not finished so was not going to spend any time down there and then You really quickly realize that the lighting is vital. Yes. And you can't do fluorescent. Do not do fluorescent lights. No, no, God, no. No. Anywhere. Do not do fluorescent lights. We had them in the one area where the uh, washer and dryer is and had to get rid of those and put in similar looking lights, the long tubes, but they were the LED tubes, which look a lot more like a regular light bulb rather than the, they don't have that horrible fluorescent you just walked into best buy glow yes that's sickly cast It says the end is near that was one of the worst <laughs> parts about working retail was walking into those places and it was an instantaneous switch that went off yeah and i think the lighting was a big part of it i don't think it's as bad oh, as it used to be there's no doubt and if you think you
5: know you go into the highest end stores you're going to you know cartier's or harry winston you know places like you know where, where you know fucking everything is money five grand and up you won't ever ever see a fluorescent bulb in those places it used to all be halogens i guess maybe they probably make now uh, leds that ape the color temperature of halogens but i mean fluorescents are horrific they're for they're for prisons
4: prisons and hospitals <laughs> i guess you know yeah so. the uh, the halogens are nice they just get very warm very warm yes they do
5: very yes you could cook on them no problem
4: that was the beauty back in the day when i had a 300 watt halogen bulb on a little floor torch light in the winter you could just turn that thing on the office stayed nice and toasty really yeah that's a that's a lot of wattage for a halogen 300 wow Uh yeah Yeah, i can imagine (laughs) really it's like a sun lamp holy shit very very warm same thing we had one of those still have one of those in the basement so one it helps with the the temperature of the lighting down there but it also in the winter is a nice way to get a little bit of extra heat down there Hmm. although now these little portable heaters as we've talked about because i still haven't picked up a um, one of the oil filled ones because i know you'd like those oh i do i really do yeah just got one of the little box ones from vornado and Mm. Even that, as long as you have one that has a thermostat in there that yeah. can turn on when it gets to that certain degree and then turn off, well you know, so you don't just totally get way too hot, right? It's nice because as I have to do the the math again for this season, because last season it was like, well, you could run the portable one through the electricity for way longer and way cheaper than you could run. The full home furnace, thanks to, you know, Bidenomics. Yes. Yes. But a lot of people never do that math. They never
6: understand that you don't have to heat the rooms you're not in. This is so true.
5: Yeah. I mean, in you don't want pipes heating. to freeze, but. No, you don't want that. No. But you can keep it kind of like at a, what, maybe 55 or 60, and then you're good in that way. So, yeah.
4: And then all you need is the portable units where you are, and everything's good. Yeah. But isn't yeah. it sad that we've gotten to this point? It's so sad, you know. I was hearing, listening
5: to the boys talking about COP twenty eight and all these horrific shitbag people. I mean, really beginning to have some some belief in uh, David Icke's old thing about the lizard people. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> holy shit! You know, Adam likes to call them captured. I don't. I couldn't. I wouldn't say that they're captured. They're they're another species entirely. They're just they're fucking horrible. Listening to them, all of them speak. Wow! <laughs>
4: they all fly there on their private jets.
5: Oh yeah. Yeah, and then who and then the asshole starting it off with your majesty this and your excellency that and how can I suck your ass. It was fucking unbelievable. I wanted to vomit. This is Actually, where we are. What I'd like to see at the next COP 28 would be a recreation but in real life of the opening of well not the opening but it was a, a little ways into um the James Bond movie Goldfinger, right? where Goldfinger gathers around in this huge conference room at this massive table, like 15 or 20 hoods, top-end gangsters from the five families and, you know, South American drug cartels and all this shit, and gives them the, the this and that and the thing. And then all of a sudden, all the windows are hermetically shuttered, Goldfinger fades, <laughs> and they fucking turn a gas on. Bye-bye, everyone. <laughs> They're, they're all gone. Thank you, you for a, serving us. Yes. Thank you for serving us. That's the kind of climate change that uh that those creeps need over the where they they were in Dubai this time, yeah. They need
4: they need that. Well, and it's hilarious because these countries like Dubai, unless I'm wrong, very much like Las Vegas where it's like completely inhabitable that you do everything you can that is not yes. green to make it habitable.
5: Correct. Isn't that funny?
4: Uh-huh, but we're going to go there to talk about climate change
5: yes yes
4: like no yeah. that doesn't make any it's sense
6: yeah really
4: <laughs> and i still haven't seen the science that proves
6: any of this there isn't any
5: there is no scientist i mean the greatest the greatest sort of uh, primer on how we got to where we are which is probably written now i'm gonna say 25 30 years ago was state of fear by michael crichton and he predicted all of this. He laid it out
6: exactly how it works, how it was going to get to this point, And boom, he was quite correct. Yeah. And it's not good. No.
4: And everybody's just falling for this scam with all of this electric car stuff. Do not use gas in your house. God forbid. Yeah. Can't use it for cooking.
5: Did you know that I'd never heard what, what Dvorak was saying is, is that natural gas
4: is in fact methane. Had you heard that before? No, but I would have guessed that there's at least a component part of that that would be. Well, well, the way he was talking was like
5: overwhelming, like 90 plus percent methane gas. I mean, I don't know. And that's supposed to to be really bad. Well, according to the enviros, it is. But uh, since uh, since that's what cows belch, how bad can it be? Well, they fart
4: and belch while we got. That's why (laughs) we have to get rid of meat. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's true. (laughs) this is why we have to get rid of humans too because they do the same thing yes this is true very inconvenient as is not mentioning anything about the sun when talking about the temperature of the earth like they don't like they don't have a connection at all but i see you've got a clip and i'm guessing at first i thought it was misspelled but no i'm guessing it's not now Hitlery on the climate. Now, that, that is that is
5: your guess is correct. That's not a misspelling. No. And it's it's a perfect clip for right now. Yes, yeah, since we're talking about this. Yeah. Good old Illy.
3: Yeah. We're seeing uh and beginning to pay attention and to count and record uh the deaths that are related to climate and by far the biggest killer is extreme
4: heat. Wait, wait. So now this is going to be like COVID. We're going to be have a climate watch and how many people oh. are dead? You are so smart, and I I suspect they're going to calibrate
5: or count those deaths in the same same way they did for for
4: COVID. (laughs) Right. Here in Chicago, if it's 100 degrees out and somebody gets shot in the head, well, heat-related death. Heat-related death, yeah. And he was shot with a heater. You know That's what they did (laughs) call him for a while, right? (laughs) Right. Yeah, if we're back in the uh, 1950s. (laughs) Exactly. uh, If you're in the Capone era, I think, yeah, get the heater. Get the heater. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. (laughs) <laughs>
3: I mean, even in Europe last summer, which uh, has the ability to count and figure out what happened, they recorded 61,000 deaths because of the...
5: Stop. Now, wouldn't you like to see... I like... You know, this is where I want to say, hey, hey, uh, hey, Hitlery! show us the, uh, the, the methodology of arriving at that 61,000
6: figure. We'd like to see that, but you never will. Well, and this is also where it becomes racist for the left because
4: they will make the case that the poor minority people cannot afford air conditioning. Thus, they die where the rich white folk, they dare to run their air conditioner and not die.
5: Well, Hillary is going for the um, set of the, the racial angle. It's the, uh, the sexist one because she's about Ooh. to tell us. Tell us who the, the major victims of uh, heat, heat-related heat death are.
3: The heat in Europe. We don't have that kind of number yet from Africa, Asia, Latin America, but we know and estimate that we probably uh, could uh, measure about 500,000 deaths. And the majority of those are women and girls, and particularly...
5: stop. stop. There you go. Women and girls. So as you know, I mean this is news to me Why that, that somehow chicks just can't take the heat like dudes. But I mean, most, not most, but the women, the, our favorite women are, we say they're hot, don't we? And they don't look like any, they're anywhere near death. So you know, think about no parades, uh,
4: uh, hot
5: pointy chick uh, pole. I mean,
4: you know, <laughs> I don't understand this one. I don't understand why women would be more susceptible, especially since she added girls. Cause one, Otherwise, you yeah. could do the math and say it's been known for a while that women overall live longer than men. So I could see yeah. that the most elderly people would have the biggest problem with extreme heat. Thus, more women would die because there are more elderly women than there are men. I bet you're on something there. Good logic, Darren. Good logic. But then when you add girls, I'm, I'm like, wait, how does this really fit in? I've never heard a news story that some random child died from the heat for no apparent reason. I've heard stories of football players and other athletes that were worked too hard and died because of that. But I've never heard like, Oh, random kid was just sitting outside and wow, it was so hot. They died. Yes. But again, what is the answer to this? As you take away all of the energy choices to Mm-hmm. help cool the environment that they're in. Yes. And I understand there were times the troll room pointing out when there weren't air conditioners, but a lot more people died back then. This is so true. We have the technology now and it runs on unfortunately for the uh, left energy electricity, especially no no no, we don't want that. Don't be running your air conditioner. It's just gonna, it's going to keep costing more and more and more. Glenn yeah. Beck pointed this out when Cass Sunstein was in charge of whatever it was for the government. He's like, they're not going to make it illegal. I remember that guy's
5: name. I remember that guy's name. He was a
4: dick. Uh-huh. Yeah. But that was the whole thing. They're not going to make it illegal for you to have a home air conditioner. They're just going to make it really inconvenient for you to run it.
5: Yeah. really expensive. Sure.
4: Uh-huh. That would be very inconvenient. Like, oh, you're, you're going to have to decide how much food are you going to have this month? Are you going to stay cool? You horrible people. You, (laughs) you know, that is sad, but it kind of seems to be where they're going. And this is new. This is absolutely new that this affects females Mm -hmm. more than males. I don't even know the, the scientific reason that you could be coming up with for this. No, I've definitely heard that the climate change thing affects the minority folks more. But I've never heard. I mean, I've heard that it affects the poor more. And you're telling me that what we're going to be getting in Europe and the United States is going to be horrible, but they aren't what you would be getting with one, two, three degrees of change, even in these areas. Wouldn't that be exactly what places like Africa have been dealing with for centuries?
5: One would think, yes.
4: So why aren't they all dying? Good point. I mean, if you're going to go there, you have to have the question. But see, this is where the media is today, and nobody can come up with a good question. And people just hear these things and they go, "Oh, well, Hillary said this is going to affect women more than any Oh boy, this is true.
6: Oh yeah, yeah. And it's, then they just move on.
5: Yes, but this is this is our you know soundbite headline tweet mentality of never go any deeper than the surface crumbs you're fed by the media and, and that's it now I, I was actually at the gym earlier today and that's the only place i actually see a television because i really i really have no choice you know i'm, li- I'm listening to either randomthoughts.com or uh, or no agenda and um there's a screen you know right up there can't be missed and everything on the screen is now about who's who are the front runners for the time magazine person of the Year. <laughs>
4: <You know? laughs> wait it's not they're not going to like give it to an ai or something they have that has been so irrelevant so. for so many years
5: exactly i mean time there was a time was about a time time was a pretty pretty authoritative well uh, written well researched magazine those it's that's 20 years in its past it's shit there are no advertisers every issue is razor thin it's been on life support forever but somehow people still put some credence in this person of the year shit and oh my god please stop
4: just stop yeah journalism not happening on time not happening on newsweek no ai is writing stories and they just repackage it yeah there's really very few things you want to consume from the mainstream media
5: paul joseph watson did an interesting video and i was scared scam uh scouring for clips and i i just had to click on this one darren uh the title
4: was uh uh what the was a uh, thought thought apocalypse <laughs> oh this kind of like going to the uh, george orwell area <laughs> uh,
5: well it was it was something we kicked around a few episodes back about will ai put all these only fans checks out of business and he was saying hell yeah it will and um, he had he had a clips of some but even in the course of a year it got so much more realistic it was amazing just 12 months i mean the one from a, a year ago it looked yeah it looked, it had that the, the women had that doll-eyed look Right. As, the, as the characters in one of the worst Christmas movies ever made, Polar Express. Remember, right. everybody looked like they had fucking glass eyes
4: Right. That movie. Right. They yeah, looked terrible. like those dolls. The yeah. I forget the name. They were like Barbies, but with big eyes. Big eyes. Yeah. Big eye and, Barbie. Um,
5: yeah. That's the way they looked. But only 12 months later, he, it, it was, wow, a major improvement. The only thing that still looked kind of fake was their complexions were just too impossibly smooth and silky. Right you know uh, but other than that it's like wow
4: <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> okay. interesting because that is one of the issues with the ai art generators and you can generate photographs with them it is getting a realistic skin texture and it they'll figure that thing out pretty quick or somebody will come out in photoshop with a plug that because right yeah. now they exist to get rid of the blemishes the AI is already there in Photoshop through these plugins. That it'll go in, it'll recognize what's a person, it'll recognize what skin, and then be able to do all the smoothing. Soon, what's going to be needed is, oh, I created this AI person, so I need you to make the skin look more worse technically. Yeah, but, give her some zits. It'll be a zit wand uh-huh. in Photoshop. Exactly. Of the healing wand, the zit wand. You want to have a little texture to the skin because it should not be. You know, when you yeah. when you take a photograph of somebody, you can do this with your own cell phone at home yeah. as long as you have good yeah. lighting. Yeah.
5: You know, you get in
4: really close, you'll see it's not flat.
5: And you know, everybody's got their kink, so they'll probably want give me give me a chick
4: with eczema and psoriasis, right? <laughs> right, <laughs> that'll <laughs> there be you part go. of it too. <laughs> well, that was in- interesting because I saw a article, an interview with donna dierko who was in baywatch oh, back yeah. in the day well i remember yes mm. now she's got an only fans of course she's like our age or more i mean whatever oh, does she oh that, wasn't she i'm pretty sure she was married to Nikki six maybe that
5: i think so wow she's got an only fans oh
4: i know Come it's on. like this is well this is how far they go to make money uh, but the right. most intriguing thing was according to her that, you know, at first it was all the usual requests, you know, people wanted to see all the pervy stuff. She's like, now a majority of the requests are, you know, let me see you now. Well, I'm, I'm not, I don't even have makeup on. I'm just wearing sweats and, you know, I'm making coffee. No, no, we want to see that. Oh, It's very interesting that I think we have a whole society of, in this case, I would guess mostly men. Who are so starved for any kind of real human contact that it's not even like they're surfing the internet for porn. They're just like, I want to just see a real person. Really? And that's scary. That is scary yeah. because that's like a whole new level. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's uh, also really? something that can be very easily swapped in with an AI. You know, you just want to see a picture of a girl at home in her sweats making coffee, huh? That doesn't yeah. seem that doesn't seem really hard to, to generate. No.
5: And I, I mean there's been filters like that a long time, right? To sort of either either regress to someone's age or advance it, right? I want to see right. you know I want to see what Taylor's gonna look like when she's eighty nine. You know, I'm sure that exists. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So they have oh, that- also she she was a, she was a high, uh, high contender, Darren, for person of the year. Just, I just thought you should know that
4: <laughs> for Taylor or not to see it should be Donna <laughs> D'Erco probably, but no, it's, <laughs> it's that damn Taylor Swift again. And to be fair, I mean, if, as much as people want to give Taylor Swift crap and she probably deserves a lot of it, it seems that she treats her employees very well. It seems like she gives very well to charities and I don't know overall. I know, though, that each city that she had gone to on her tour, it seems like she's giving a lot of money to the local food banks.
5: Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's just when she, you know, they used to say that when, when Sinatra came to Las Vegas, everybody got well, you know, financially. And I'm sure, I'm sure there's the Taylor Swift is the same effect wherever she does a show. It has to be a huge, huge financial boost for the area,
4: I would think, Right yeah and for her just to be like hey the charities in the area we want to support them yeah but doesn't go out of her way much like sinatra throughout his career did not go out of their way did not want the publicity just wanted to do the right thing yes because once you're at that point you know if you're giving a hundred thousand dollars even to every night to a different food bank there are people that would be like yeah she's just doing it for the publicity oh yeah sure it's never enough no well that's it yeah it is never enough And we're living in a completely different world now where the guys are just sitting in their basements, probably with bad lighting.
5: (laughs) Fluorescence, for sure. Uh Just like
4: (laughs) telling Donna D'Erco, who's got to be in her 50s, 60s, whatever she is like, man, can you just take a picture? Come on. It's so weird. I don't get that. It is. But I have a, a clip here, which kind of, I guess, goes in. This is Dana White of the UFC. Right. He's an interesting guy to listen to. Mm hmm. And he had a uh, was doing a, a podcast and I had to go find the actual podcast because is YouTube this pussified at this point where they can't drop F bombs and swear? Is it really? Because wow. I, I couldn't figure it out because this clip I found on the Webster on YouTube for this podcast But it was all edited. Every swear word from Dana White was edited. And he talks like us. So it's like fucking blank, blank, blank. And it's like, that's no good. Right, right. So I had to go find the actual podcast and pull the audio from there, which is fine. But I was just like, why are you editing it on YouTube? I know that if you swear in like the first seven seconds or something of a YouTube video, they could demonetize it, but this wasn't within the first seven seconds of the, you know, no,
5: no, now what's the thought behind that?
4: I think it's the same thing that they were using against Musk and X, like, Oh no, there's Nazi stuff right next to your ad. I think it would be like, well, your oh, ad okay. runs. And then somebody right. comes like the first word is like, fuck. fuck. And I got it. Okay. So then they kind of relate the two things like, you know, Charmin toilet paper. Fuck. You know, and then they don't like that. <laughs> no, that would be shit. <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> Now that they might like that. could be yes. accurate. <laughs> when you really have the shits, you need Charmin. How you doing, hey, everybody? Mr. Whipple. Uh, oh, those were great commercials back in the day. <laughs> the, uh, there used to be good commercials, kids. Trust us us, there there were yes. but this is dana white talking about the youth of america it's like four minutes or so we'll see what we get okay. through and if you want to stop at any time just give me a holler okay
7: every generation thinks the next generation is soft but right now you know there's if you look at all the shit that's going on in the world right now if we went to war right there's no respect for the police anymore uh there's no respect for the military there's no respect for for, for uh our country, our freedom, our, 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 our way of life that we have here. You can sit around and you can pick, you know, nitpick and, and talk about things that are wrong with the United States. Let me tell you something. I'm going to tell fucking your generation, my generation, everybody's generation. This is it. If this falls, there's no other fucking place to go. So all these fucking people are like, Oh God, if president Trump wins, I'm fucking leaving the country. They all say it. Yeah. (laughs) They all say it. Yeah, of course. Nobody fucking does it. No. Where are you going to (laughs) go? Nowhere. All these other fucking places that, that you think are fucking cool. And you think are so fucking great. When the shit hits the fan, you find out who's who and what's what we saw it during COVID places that I thought were fucking awesome places that I thought I would love to live. And then we, fucking go through covid gang this is it so all the people that are out there marching and fucking crying and, and 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 protesting and all this fucking bullshit man this is the greatest country on earth and 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 we should be fucking defending it fighting for our freedom every one of us it's, it's no different than the, than the conversation i had with theo von the other day when we we're talking about stupid shit like sponsors and all this other stuff. Everybody's afraid to stand up. Everybody's afraid to be pro-American. What other fucking country? And and some of these other countries are completely fucked up. But the people who live there are proud of where they come from. They carry their flag. They stand up and they fucking, you know. Stop.
5: He's, He's wrong on this count. I don't think people are afraid to be American. It's been, there's been so much shit thrown at the idea of being patriotic over the years that it's become, well, first it became uncool, right? right. That was really it, because you, then you were a flag-waving cornball hoople, you know, if you, if, you, if you thought that way. And now it's been further segmented and divided in that you're only cool if you want to blow Chuck Schumer. <laughs> right. Okay. Or, 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 you know, be, be
6: sniffed by Joey. Then you're, then you're one of the cool kids, really.
4: Yeah. And there's, there has been that change, but I think it goes beyond that with all of the advertisers being completely paranoid to not be woke enough, We saw that with Bud Light. I think their biggest mistake was, oh no, we have to give into this. Otherwise we're going to be screwed. And then they did. And then they got screwed because there was backlash
5: well they're really stupid uh and that that marketing chick was a fucking imbecile that they canned she truly was but she still managed to live in a 4.6 million dollar condo in Manhattan. so (laughs) yeah that's not a bad
4: that's not a bad place to live there's yeah
5: really really um but you would think that if i mean if i rule the world if i if i was running some some major brand like budweiser any of them i would just say don't go there don't just 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 focus on the product and be neutral. Don't endorse anything. And then, you know, you're kind of in the clear. Um, but I think these people, they can't get past their own. Well, clearly she could not get, she could not override her own biases that she just had to make a fucking statement. And, you know, look look what happened. Um, I and I get the other ones who don't maybe don't want to be um on a platform or they are next to something that that uh that's gonna potentially piss off their customers. But there's no need. I mean, you think about it, Darren, you know, for the longest time, no product ever, ever got political in any sense whatsoever, No, ever.
4: But now it's, as I said, I think there's a certain amount of people running these companies that feel like they have to, and that is at their own peril. But I think that is also because it became that point where it, it used to be, you are a You know, let's just use racism. You're a racist if you say something or do something that's racist. We have segued into you're now a racist if you don't say enough anti racist stuff. Correct. Yes. So the brands went from, hey, we're safe because we're not saying anything. Right. And that has now moved into, well, if you're not against these terrorists, if you're not against this, if you're not against that, then. You're for it. Right. So then the companies all go, whoa, we have to, you know, they start playing defense and then don't really know how to do that. Yep. And then they kind of get what they deserve when it comes down to it.
5: Yes, they do. They get, I loved watching kid rock blast that fucking beer with the machine gun.
4: (laughs) And it was fun. And then I loved the people that, you know, three months later, somebody, you know, whether it was Photoshopped or not, it, it was real like two or three months later, caught him at a bar drinking a Bud Light. And it like, <laughs> was like, really?
5: It was really, it was funny.
4: He made his point. You know, I mean, that was, it's like, and people move on. You don't always have to be like, well, hey, I don't like this today. But then, well, maybe two, three months later, that was the only beer available. And he's like, well, I can either not have a beer
5: i'd sooner drink cat piss and it's
4: and it's not be, it's not because of the political
5: uh angle right you know it's just that to me it's like if you're gonna drink light beer why drink beer at all just have a glass of you know perrier or something i mean to me
6: it's just it's light beer isn't beer never has been anybody's so yeah drink the real thing yeah or don't drink anything
5: or maybe if you're a chick, you know, didn't right. they get really rich with it? Was it skinny, skinny girl cocktails or something? Oh, Low, yeah. Locale. Remember, they, they actually tried that, like the big boys, man. I mean, like Seagram's and, you know, the whales of the liquor industry tried that shit about 20 years ago. They came out with a locale scotch and fucking rye I mean, Tanked, right? I mean, they just, it was like new Coke. Total yeah, it's not going to work. People didn't are work.
4: not going to embrace it
5: nobody's drinking for their fucking health really except i guess some women are doing it for their waistline but that's it is
4: that possible you can drink
5: your way to a smaller waistline well with skinny girl cocktails it is oh so okay it's reduced, it's reduced mind drip dramatically <laughs> just, <you> know. <laughs> Well, congratulations <laughs> yeah i'm gonna start wearing belly shirts now instead <laughs> This is why we're not a video show and but should be. Really. Exactly. Think, think, think of the donations we get then. I want to see Larry in a
4: belly shirt. <laughs> well, there you go, you. This could happen in 2024. <laughs> you never know. Man, that's a scary thought. It is.
7: Um you know, people coming over the border from Mexico for a better life in America, right? <clears throat> show me a fucking Mexican that doesn't love his country and isn't proud to be a fucking Mexican. Wake up, motherfuckers wake up. This is the greatest country in America. So anyway, this whole fucking thing started with you saying, so if we go to war right now, are you confident in this generation that we have right now that these guys are going to go out and storm some fucking beach somewhere or, 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 or whatever? There's a small fucking handful of people, most of them probably down around the Bible belt and down South that'll actually fucking stand up and fight this fucking country right now. It's scary fucking habib's crew in dagestan could probably come in and take over this fucking country right now because this generation is such a bunch of fucking pussies yeah that's right yeah when you look at some of these people in these other countries the shit that's going on in the middle east the shit these some of these guys from fucking russia any of the stans, you got a stan at the end of the the, the name of your country you know uh bad motherfuckers it's funny Built different born different different mentality we're getting soft yeah we're getting weak Every fucking, every 10 years, we get softer and weaker. I've never actually thought about that, but every, like when I used to work in a restaurant, obviously a lot of Mexicans there are so proud of Mexico and they all come from shit, you know, like terrible living, but they always will stand with Mexico. Fucking so proud. Show me a country where the people aren't proud of who they are and where they come from. Yeah. It's so strong that Americans that have that heritage call themselves that, right? Yeah. Where are you? I'm Italian. no you're not you're a fucking american what are you i'm irish no you're not you're an american and nobody hates it more than these people who are really from those countries when americans say that they're they're from there stop what what people need to wake up and
5: do we get a ruling from csb on this
4: i know i was that was the reason i left this clip (laughs) go as long as it was because it was right up that alley like well this is not what you are you're in uh are you Irish-American? No, you're just American. And it is yeah. interesting because everybody in America right now with the school system and the media seemingly wants to teach you that your country is horrible. It is bad. It is racist. Do not be proud of your country. But I think there's a, uh, a lot of truth to the fact that the people that come to this country, and it takes a little bit to wrap your brain around, but I've seen this with the baseball players that have come into Chicago. From Cuba, and are like very proud of their heritage. Even though they hated the current state of their country, they hated the current government, they hated the oppressive nature. But overall,
6: their traditions and where they came
4: from, very proud. Mm-hmm. But what we're getting here in America is don't be proud of where you came from. It's it's a very interesting thing. You know, it's that multi-pronged uh, approach to totally just destroying the morale of a country. Well, I mean, and the, the whole, the whole, um, the chessboard
5: has been turned sideways and that it's now do not assimilate is what people are being told really, you know, hang on to, you know, use that hyphenated, uh, term in relation to your, your, your heritage. You are, you know, whatever dash American, whatever dash or not at all in right. Some cases, you know, and that's, that's. That's, uh, I guess it's a fairly recent occurrence. I mean, I know my mom, when she came from Ireland, she and her, her parents, her whole family, they worked very hard to lose their Irish brogues, you know, cause they didn't, they didn't want to be different. They wanted to feel like Americans and be Americans. Um, so I don't think anybody's doing that anymore. Are they?
4: No. And that may be one of the other big differences is you want to move into another country but you want to make it more like the country you came from because you hated it and it was not good.
5: Right. <laughs> That's the best. The, re- the refugees. The- what was that guy? Remember, we had a uh, we had a Scott Lobito substitute one week. He called, them <laughs> right. he called? the Siles. Right. Silence. Whatever the fuck. It was. The asylum seekers, you know, oh, please take me to America. I fucking hate where I'm, I'm from, but I, I'm going to I'm going to hate America even more once I'm there. Uh-huh. I want to change everything. Make it look like, like it was at home. It's it's insane. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable.
4: And again, it's always right as long as it's a uh, longstanding white patriarchy society that has Christianity at its heart, then you can go after it. If it's not any of those things, well, then it's horrible. Yes. And I think Dana White absolutely right here, except for the fact that fighting wars, 2023 moving forward, Mm -hmm. not so much about boots on the ground, you know, it's more about drones and technology which i guess yes. the united states is maybe really lucky for because i do agree that if you had to get into a you know a world war ii type war at this point yeah the united states is screwed
5: Not you don't even have to be, go back that far i think that if you had a situation like uh you know we had a, in iraq for years where it was these these fucking incredibly gutsy gyrenes going, kicking indoors house to house with uh, mossberg pumps you know painting the walls um that wasn't all that long ago, but I guess that's over now I mean what do they do now is it a, a drone that can see through the walls and just take people out from from uh, you know a mile up in the sky i don't know um, I'm not really up on my my warfare but I guess maybe that's the way it works now but I, I agree with you yeah I think they did kind of a A hand to hand combat conventional thing, if it was your average American group against maybe the Ruskies or the Chinese, I think we'd get our asses kicked.
4: Yeah, very quickly. Very quickly. And that's something that, again, maybe you want to teach the kids in school. But you're teaching them that their country's not worth fighting for at the very heart. So even those who may be physically fit and mentally strong. Then, if you've been brainwashed that your country's not worth fighting for, then it makes it hard to, to do that yeah. job.
5: Well, you know, the thing too, though, is, is w- w- people have, have woken up to the fact, I hate to use that term woke, but they become aware of the fact that um, for, geez, what, almost a century, you know, America has decided it's the global cop. Right. And uh, why, the, why the fuck should we go to some foreign sh- fight somebody else's battle for them. Why? You know, that's just people are fucking fed up with that shit. And um I certainly wouldn't want my kids doing it. And that's a different situation. (laughs) You know, if like somebody's if the enemy's boats are landing offshore here or they're parachuting in. Okay, I'm down. I'll I'll you know (laughs) let's open up the gun safe. You know, but um the the notion you think think back on you know the, the whole Vietnamese thing. It was and we gave that we gave that away. I mean that the lies that have been written about the, the denouement of, uh, of the Vietnam War are just sickening. I mean, we had them right by the short hairs at the negotiable. They were ready to say, okay, you know, and it would still be a North and a South Vietnam. Vietnam, But the fucking, the, the media put so much pressure on Dick Nixon and, and so forth that we just fucking caved. And now look, if you take off your shirt and look at the label, odds are it's made in Vietnam. We're all big buddies. Meanwhile, 58,000 fucking guys dead. You know, a multiple of that crippled and fucked up for life. For
4: what? For what? Yeah, and how many, when you get take off your uh, T-shirt, when's the last time you saw Made in America? Exactly. Yeah. So it's not even like just some people are choosing to go for the cheaper product. No, it's just like we hardly make anything here. And I'm sure there are a few.
6: It's a few things, but not not many. No. And it's like, we're just going to get our ass kicked. Yeah.
7: and realize yeah. is that we're all Americans. You're an African American. No, you're not. You're a fucking American. I'm Irish American. No, you're not. You're a fucking, we're all Americans and we need to stop fucking look around and realize what we have and how good it is. Ronald Reagan, great quote from Ronald Reagan. We're one generation away from losing our freedom. Yeah. And every fucking 10 years, it feels like we keep getting further and further away from that.
4: Um, we need to wake up we need fucking trump to win and i think you meant we're getting closer to that that you're going to uh yeah every generation you're getting closer and closer to the whole house of cards coming down
5: oh there's there's no doubt um you know i think i mean you can see unless there's some cataclysm i mean america's best days are i think clearly behind it and that's been engineered by the fifth column by scumbags, and um, you know we're watching. We're we're here now watching the uh, you know the beginning of the end, or at least the the end of of of, of global hegemony. That's that's done, um, and uh, and it's been by design. It's been deliberate, and there you have it. I mean, no, no empire, <laughs> name one empire that, that held on to its its first place title.
4: No, never, <laughs> never, and then you know, <laughs> so. I mean, when was the last one that fell and then came back? I mean, that's the other. Thing. That's
5: the other one. Right. I can't think of uh, one either offhand. No. Hmm.
4: In the United States, I mean, a, it's a blip. I mean, it's interesting. Oh, God, yeah. For those, and I get it, because people living today, especially those younger than you and I, were never even taught the history Of the country or the importance of it and deleting that from the curriculum, the people that are alive that are, you know, 10, 20, 30 years old living in the United States are kind of clueless about how this country came to be. I mean, there's a lot of them and you see this with the man on the street stuff that wouldn't be able to tell you who the United States fought in the uh, war for independence. No, I don't
5: know. No history is taught, really. It's 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 shameful, but
4: true. I just want to look at my phone. I want yeah. to swipe right and swipe left.
5: Plus everybody has, you know, and I guess it's thanks also to uh digital technology and instant this and that, is there's a perception that everything happens uh, you know, in a flash. You click a mouse, boom, there's something, you know, happens. You you stick a stick a hungry man dinner in your microwave and two minutes later you're chowing down on Chemical laden shit, but still, um, and people they can't see it. And the fact that Rome didn't didn't fall in a day; it took hundreds of years for it to unspool until it finally did. And this place, I think it's been it it started probably I would say in the maybe in the mid to late sixties, and it has accelerated. I mean, it's been tremendous um, um, downhill ride since. Uh, maybe the 2005, 10, something like that. It's just amazing. I mean, even this was Dana White guy was saying about, we need to come together as Americans, but you know what? We fucking did that after they took down the world trade tower and the pentagons, didn't we? Everybody, yeah, right. For about a minute for a fucking minute, people had flags and go American. God bless them. All this stuff. And wow. After a couple of weeks, it was over. It's like, fuck you again. It was wow. So that, if that wasn't a bellwether of where we, where we,
4: where we are as a nation i don't know what would be well we went from 9 11 where for that brief moment everybody got together we went into the barack obama presidency where everybody was sure we were over all the racist bullshit and then barack obama took office and things went to shit true and it's not because he was incompetent i believe that everything that has happened was more or less planned absolutely it was all delivered he's not a dumb guy he's not the divisive nature of things it's interesting to me that some of the black lives matter folks didn't even realize that the group at at its uh, core was a marxist anti-family organization yes because now a lot of these people seem to be turning the other direction and it's like oh Well, this is very interesting when the guy that was leading black lives matter, like Baltimore, one of those came out and endorsed Donald Trump. Yes. Now we have a bunch of the black activists in Chicago who are less than a year into a six year term from the worst mayor this city may ever see. And they're like, we're going to vote Republican. (laughs) I mean, really, it took less than a year to get to that point, which is very, very clear. You know, and this is, I think, what hurts the most when people are on the periphery of the politics. So if you're just a black citizen of Chicago and you're like, hey, I have a choice voting for mayor between a white guy who is a little bit more conservative or a black guy that's more liberal well, I'm going to vote for the black guy because he's black. And that's exactly what they did because they thought that the black guy
6: was going to help the black community. Guess what? No, he's
4: a moron. He's a moron that doesn't know how to run the city. He has a lot of pie in the sky, Marxist ideologies that are never going to work in the real world. And now what the black citizens that voted for this mayor are seeing, When all of these migrants are coming in and getting city resources, getting their tax money to feed them and house them and clothe them, where the people that
6: are black who are homeless are getting shit. They're like, wait a minute.
4: Why is this happening? And the guy has no answer. So their answer is now, perhaps we'll see how long this can. I mean, we're not going to have another mayor election for five years wow but right now a lot of the black people in chicago seem to be going republicans can you help us Mm. if i were the republicans i'd be like you know it's kind of a little too little a little too late but i don't know if i mean that's the the, like america chicago's already further down that slide and it's like can can this be brought back without totally collapsing without totally going down the crap hole
5: no i mean the only thing that's going to save america is a national divorce And how that could be achieved, I have no fucking idea. But really, that's that's the only thing. It's two. There's two Americas now. People have to face that and realize that that's where we're at. And you know, like I said, we've been through the drill of the common enemy, right? Right. (laughs) And and it worked briefly. It worked. It worked for you know for a minute. You know that's that's over. Clearly, that's over. So you just just really need to everybody say okay, you know, you're there, we're here, and um, you know we'll see you you know maybe we get together a drink uh you know at festivus or something but that's it that's that's the only solution and how the fuck that could be executed i don't know i think don't think anybody does know
4: well it's segregation and as i talked about on this past week's random thoughts that's right what they're doing in the high schools here in the chicago suburbs so
5: racial racial segregation
4: huh yeah wow
5: yeah, well, it's only one but, way, but, of course. But but that's but the racial thing. That's as you just you know articulated. I don't think that's the that's that that's the crux of the matter. Or the the real you know where it's where it's coming from. I, I, I like I think you're right. I think there's a tremendous groundswell of people from different minorities are beginning to realize that Joey and his lefty crew are scumbags. Um, it's an ideological thing, and when when shit goes down. You know, it's just going to be people. Are you on the side of, of, of Marxism, uh, or are you on the, or Are you not? Uh, you know, do you want freedom or do you want slavery? And it's it will have nothing to do with anybody's ethnicity ethnicity, just where their political beliefs lie. Yeah.
4: Maybe that's the common enemy. We needed to get that bad. Maybe, yeah. So everybody can just look at the politicians and go, "Whoa, there's the enemy." That is the enemy.
5: The politicians are the enemy. There's no question. At least the career ones.
4: <laughs> well, and the ones that are just about lining their own pockets, Joe Biden. Oh yeah. Rather than doing the job, public service isn't. Near, we've talked about that a lot. It's no longer yeah. called public service. It's no, it's not because it's really not not really serving mm. the public not at all. No, elected officials, right? Mm. Oh, they're like <laughs> they're like gods. Yeah, but I have a audio clip here. This is a guy in the uk who is also dealing with very similar things with migrants and i guess i don't know i didn't do the homework on this but i'm guessing he's responding to a presenter that's what they call them in the uk you know if you're on tv you're a presenter also they're also called which i like even better news readers (laughs) (laughs) which is way more accurate yes (laughs) but i'm guessing this is a black presenter who was complaining that too many of his fellow workers were white And, and this guy is a white guy in his car so there's a little noise to it but this is him reacting to that and i just thought it was entertaining
1: So a BBC presenter has come out and uh, said that basically that he his surroundings and the people in his office are too white and has given him uh, mental health problems. The truth of that is your race is cut. If you
5: (laughs) (laughs) do a cunt, is that what he said?
4: Yes, I'm thinking he's very much like CSB because CSB throws that one around a lot. Does he? (laughs) I should have put earmuffs before this one. You know, if you have kids in the car, there's going to be language. Uh, there's going to be language but it's like no you're a racist cunt it's like oh
1: (laughs) the truth of that is you're a racist cunt if you can't handle there being a lot of white people in a white fucking country then A you're mentally deluded and B you're just a racist prick you pick it actually you're not mentally capable for so I'll do it for you you are the epitome of racism. If I went in there and said, fuck me, there's too many black people in this office, I'd be fucking hung to a mask somewhere, and probably rightly so. But the other thing is that you fucking deluded knob jockey. You can't. <laughs>
5: Wait, what a knob jockey? Is yeah. that you said. Yeah. What's a knob jockey?
4: Um, I believe the knob would be uh, the, the term they use there for uh, a penis. So, okay. uh, so if you're a knob jockey, I'm if sure to be a. A wanker. Isn't that what they call that? I guess it's just another word. for Probably right up there. This guy, though, I mean, everything with the English accent, it just seems so much more polite for some reason. (laughs) Even they're calling people cunts. Yes, exactly. (laughs) I don't know why it is, but it's true. Maybe we should take on the English accent. Maybe we should
1: so. But the other thing is that you fucking deluded knob jockey, you can't work out. It's a fucking white country. What did you expect? Or as the inclusivity and diversity quotes not worked enough for you that all they'll be there is, say, for instance, black people and Indian people and fuck the white people? Because, well... They're fucking far right bigot racist cunts. Even the ones that fall on their sword and literally suck on your cunt to keep you fucking happy. They're not good enough to you either, are they? Just because of the colour of their skin. That is pure and unequivocal racism. But here's the thing. If you went back to your ancestral home, because I'm led to believe that you were born here. So that makes you worse. But if you went back to your ancestral home where everybody would look very similar to yourself, you would find you'd be afforded fuck all special privileges because you'll fuck all over there. And they don't play this identity politics. And the moment you opened your fucking mouth, you'd probably get a short, sharp shock. So that's the only reason you stay in a place like England that you fucking hate. is because your ancestral country probably wouldn't have you. And anywhere else ain't fucking interested. Oh, but here's a fucking thing for you. This far-right white cracker here that's ill-educated and not been through all the different fucking channels that you went to get to the level of fucking indoctrination and racism you're at. If we both press live at the same time, I'd get a fuckload more views than you. What do you think that is? Do you think that's because the rest of the country's racist? Or do you believe that the country are actually sick and tired of cunts like you talking utter fucking shit and don't fucking validate it anymore? Yes, Wankers like you have to come out with the most bombastic shit to get a couple of clicks. But really, deep down, even some of your own race, right? You know, people are from your ancestral home think you're a cunt. And the rest of us all think you're a cunt. And do you know what? When you look in the mirror, you probably think you're a cunt as well but for different reasons. Who knows? But anyway, just to let you know that you are still irrelevant, but you've now ticked another box and actually shown the British public just what a fucking racist cunt you are and also the institution that hid pedophiles now hides am racist. Enjoy those apples. Now I'm going to go back to work because I actually work in a real fucking job, right? Where I'm not bolstered by fucking nanny state people, right? Who have to look after my mental health problems because I'm a fucking cracker hater. Ooh, so. you know what? These fucking rants are good for the soul. Anyway, I'll catch you in a bit.
4: Yeah, rants are good for the soul. Wow. <laughs> that was epic.
5: <laughs> now, where did you find this clip, Darren? This guy was on YouTube. Well, you know, if everything I'm reading is, I, I, is it possible that it, something like England arrested like tens of thousands of people last year for, for social media posts they didn't like? i've I heard th- I that imagine. i don't have yeah, verification like would, but i've heard it I, I don't either but it's i mean if it's true it was, it was, it was a big fucking number 30 60,000, something like that i mean this guy's probably in jail but
4: by, <laughs> by now with that i would think i don't know yeah he right? wasn't taken off of youtube so why the other podcast with dana white had to That's censor the words hmm, yeah, i didn't really understand that. that but yeah the uh-huh. the concept of free speech in the uk Not what it is in the United States. And that's another thing people just take for granted or don't understand that different countries are vastly different. That is one of the things that makes America very unique. And it's one of the things that was put into place along with the Second Amendment. They're the first, they're the second. It is you can say whatever the fuck you want and then you can carry a gun while saying it.
5: Yeah, but that's, I think that my part of that is past tense, Darren, I mean, what about this Doug Mackey guy that's looking at 11 years because he, he mocked Hitler in a tweet? It is very strange. Well, it's for, if it's, it, it's more than strange. I don't, has the guy been sentenced or I'm, I'm, I gotta tune myself up on that. But I, because, but because if he goes down, if they lock that guy up for that fucking, we're right in the same boat as, uh, as England, free speech is dead here. There is no first amendment. It's over.
4: That's. Quite possible. This guy's name was Reverend Simon Sideways, which I thought was a great, <laughs> a great uh,
5: screen name. A reverend, a reverend, no less. I love well, it. Well, yeah, because
4: uh, then you should have your religious
5: freedom. Absolutely. Hey, yes. I thought
4: the UK was where they were arresting people for daring to stand across the street from an abortion clinic and pray silently. Yes. You want to talk about going down the wrong
6: path? Yes. That will certainly do it
4: and yeah. with the with the tweets or the, the boosts or the toots or whatever you want to call the social media posts there have always been repercussions i mean as far as libel and slander there are laws for these things and there have been long before social media was around mm-hmm. it's a little different when you have an anonymous way of passing these messages meaning you know you're not in the town square so it's a little bit different but the people who will not stand up and fight for the freedom of speech they don't understand the harm that they're doing they don't understand that you need to let the nut jobs say whatever they want to say because the minute you start weaponizing and making speech illegal, then it's going to be used in the way you're not going to like.
5: But these, the people you're talking about are not bright people. This well, that's not. true.
4: That is this true. Is not.
5: They're stupid. They can't, they can't see one move down the chessboard. And so, you know, I want that band, I want that band. And the next thing's banned is you,
4: but they, they can, they can never see that. So, <laughs> well, this is why I pulled this guy's clip oh, and I've boy. talked about it before. I don't know if I've ever pulled his clip because he's just so. Fucking stupid. He's kind of a Keith Oberman light.
6: Oh, that's pretty stupid. <laughs> His name's David Pacman, and he's got.
5: A- oh, that's. I was going to pull this guy. Let oh. it rip. That's so funny. I was looking at him today and I thought, should I pull this guy? And then you went ahead and did it. Good for you, Darren. He's
4: Good. got like 2 million subscribers.
5: I know. He's a fucking idiot.
4: Yes, he is. He is absolutely an idiot. And this had the headline which he sets on YouTube of Trump calls for MSNBC to be shut down in all caps (laughs) in sick dictator rant. So I'm like, okay, let's see what Trump said. And I turned this on and I still am totally convinced between this and the Keith Oberman clip I have today that there are two real dimensions. We heard about it on no agenda. First, there are two real dimensions in these folks are living
0: in the one that we're not. Yes. One of the things I've been insisting that we all bear in mind as we approach the 2024 election is that we evaluate candidates by believing what they tell us they are going to do. And one of the latest disgusting and uh, authoritarian elements of Donald Trump's 2024 promises are that he is going to target media that he doesn't like and he is doing it again taking to truth social yesterday and saying the following about msnbc quote msnbc msdnc as he calls it uses free government approved airwaves and yet it is nothing but a 24 hour hit job on donald j trump and the republican party for purposes of election interference Brian Roberts, its chairman and CEO, is a slimeball who has been able to get away with these constant attacks for years. It is the world's biggest political contribution to the radical left Democrats who, by the way, are destroying our country. Our so-called government should come down hard on them, meaning MSNBC, and make them pay for their illegal political activity. Much more to come. Watch. Trump is telling us he will sick the Justice Department on MSNBC if he is president, because he doesn't like their point of view. No, actually, that's not what he
4: said at all. No, of course not. Now, were this guy so stupid and he missed out on the biggest place you could have made fun of Donald Trump on this, MSNBC does not use any fucking airwaves. They do not use any fucking public airwaves or a cable channel. Right. So what public airwaves are they using? Unless somebody's broadcasting this somewhere that I'm unaware of that if there's uh you know if NBC or something you as far as I know you have to have cable or satellite to get MSNBC it's not yes. So right there the one thing you could have made fun like you don't even know what they're talking about. No, they never do. <laughs> and saying that you want the uh well, are you saying that the DOJ that you're telling us is so legit right now that that there was no way that they would ever do anything that, you know, was illegal just because Biden
0: said, well, you're thinking they will with Donald Trump for some reason? hmm. But he goes on. Where are the MAGA free speech warriors who are well, right here for one? Yes. And two Who are going to come out and condemn this and say, no, no, no. That is actually a violation of the First Amendment. We just did, but <laughs> I've said it before. <laughs> so,
4: I mean, if you want to know where the people are, they're here. We're here, yep. and I'm getting clicks every now and then as I see the little latency popping on my uh, my machine. I don't know why, but I apologize if there have been little clicks throughout the Uh-oh. the episode. Next time, I need to do a, a reboot. Usually, it'll like um, it'll act up a little bit and then go away. But for some reason, the uh, the latency is bouncing all over the place. Oh,
0: I don't see them. And uh, we should believe that he will try to do it if he is president. Whether he will succeed is a different question. But this is one of the most important institutions. When we talk about defending democracy, you know, we've all become somewhat desensitized to this stuff. I've said it before and I'm with you. But oh, yeah, Trump threatening media again. Trump threatening his political opponents with prosecution yet again. We can't allow ourselves to become desensitized <laughs> because if we become desensitized, we are less incentivized to vote. Isn't
4: this exactly what the uh, Democrats have been doing to Trump for eight, seven years? It's eight years. Maybe it's, it happened before he was actually even elected. So probably eight years now. Oh, yes. Ever since that's they good. took him seriously as
6: a candidate. But yeah, that's <laughs>
0: insane. I mean, Keith Oberman's going to be even more insane, but there's a little more here. Good. And every single one of us must vote but this is one of the main hallmarks this is it sounds so cliche it is one of the bedrock elements of a western democracy you have media outlets they're allowed to say what they want what they want without fear of reprisal from a government that is going to target government agencies against them that's exactly what trump is telling us he's going to do also here's a bonus trump continuing to insist he'll replace obamacare with something great remember He wasn't able to do it in four years. Why would he be able to do it if he wins again? Trump saying, quote, getting much better health care than Obamacare for the American people will be a priority of the Trump administration. It is not a matter of cost. It is a matter of health. America will have one of the best health care plans anywhere in the world. Right now, it has one of the worst going on. That's correct. Yes, that's correct. Obamacare is a fucking
5: disaster. It's absolute shit. Health care was exponentially better before that fucktard came in and designed this and implemented it and lied in all our faces. Let's, let's not forget that right. maybe the ultimate lie of lies. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor.
4: Fuck you, Barrio. You're a liar. And what he just said in that, even that message, wherever it was, Trump said, I'm going to replace Obamacare with something better. He does not say he's taking away people's health insurance.
5: Of course not. Of course not, but they distort everything.
4: Well,
0: that's or, exactly what this guy seemingly heard. Because he's yeah. nuts. Yeah. America will have one of the best health care plans anywhere in the world. Right now, it has one of the worst. Going on True. to say, I don't want to terminate Obamacare. I want to replace it with much better health care. Obamacare sucks. Honest True. question. Yes, it does. At True, this it point sucks. in twenty twenty three. Does anyone think Trump could explain what Obamacare actually is? Yes. Can you, can you, David, (laughs) you explain it, David. (laughs) I know he could
4: explain it better than uh, Joey could. Maybe. Yeah. But I I have no doubt that Donald Trump could explain Obamacare, which I remember right when this came out, Mm. my personal doctor was like, you want, you want to know what Obamacare is? You're paying for somebody else's insurance. Exactly.
5: But it, let's not forget, in the words of that Grimbo Pelosi, the bill to find out what's in the bill. So they didn't want to explain it to anybody until it became fait accompli, did they? Right. Pass the bill
0: to know what's the in the bill. bill. Right. Like, I get that he could say, oh, it's a Marxist takeover of healthcare, but that's meaningless. This. Is it is that really meaningless? How is that meaningless?
5: <laughs> this guy is a fucking imbecile. He really is. Wow.
4: Two million wow. people like are is subscribing. Isn't that,
5: isn't that incredible how these assholes get such tonnage like that? It's it's mind-blowing. It's very disheartening, really.
4: Because it is, in fact, a Marxist takeover of the
0: healthcare system. Absolutely. Well, that's meaningless. No, no, it's not. Does Trump actually know the provisions of Obamacare? Does he genuinely understand what it does? And what would be lost if he finds some way to get rid of it? Well, again, replace it, not get rid of it. Different thing. My bet would be that he doesn't. But the most important uh, reminder here is this was the promise Trump made in 2015 and 2016. And he had the opportunity to do it in 2017. His proposal would have let.
6: Yeah, I know. He he was
5: blocked by every douchebag in Congress. Don't tell me he had the opportunity, you little puke.
4: And then let's remember, he had to deal with a few other things in his presidency.
5: Yes, he did.
0: Led to 24 million people losing health insurance. He could have done it in 2018. He could have done it in 2019. In August liar,
5: of 2020, liar, he liar liar, into- liar, 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 liar. This guy's insufferable. But it sounds good, right? Well, to his minions, I guess <laughs> it does. Sounds like shit to me. I know, I know bullshit when I hear it. We need. Yeah, we do need minions. We need millions of minions. Can somebody that help us with
4: that, Digi Guru? Go get us millions of
5: minions, would you? So, somebody has to get his book done, Tucker. Tucker has to interview Daryl, Darren. <laughs> no, Daryl and Laren. Right. Yes, Daryl and Laren. We should re- actually rebrand ourselves. That I like those names better, Daryl, Daryl
4: and Laren. That way, people will have far harder times finding us. Exactly. <laughs> better You're way right. to go. <laughs> I yeah. am now. I am now a daryl Blidner and you can be laren o'neill and then laren just, o'neill there you go it's a perfect yeah. way to hide our identities <laughs> somebody work on that get us some new uh, ids yeah.
0: two weeks we will have a new healthcare plan signed into law it never happened why would anyone believe it was bush who said something along the lines of you fool me once shame on you fool me twice you can't get fooled again. And even though George W. Bush mangled it, what he meant was fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. He's making Ooh. the same promises again. <laughs> He's not going can- to do any of these things. <gasps> it would be great if some of his supporters came to that realization.
6: It'd be great if you found reality. Exactly. That would yeah. be nice. These fucking tools. But if we can hide from people, that would be good because I hear that this is the show where uh, you never know what you're going to hear. I've got this
4: uh, little clip here. I was I had to pull this one at the, at the last minute because I was riding the Ooh. bike right okay. before lunch. Mm-hmm. And uh, I got this clip from our buddy who uh, there was a uh, donation made to our buddy Bandrew from CSB. But I'm the money launderer. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it works. CSB will send me untraceable Bitcoin. There you go, and then I send some real funds to bandrew It's
5: mm-hmm. very nice of you, Darren. Are you taking a cut? Yes. Yeah, C- CSB
4: also hope. throws in like an extra five or ten bucks, oh, okay. whatever
5: it is. All right, that's cool.
4: And it Good. also gives me a reason to buy Bitcoin and just hold on to it. Mm-hmm. But this was—I mean, this is like a commercial, man. We're gonna have to use this as. Part of this as the the show openers, I think. Oh boy. Okay.
0: And this was sent in on behalf of CSB by Darren O'Neill. Planetrage.show. The most cathartic show out there where they say stuff I just think, oh, you can't say that. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it is very cathartic to listen to them. Anger anger, rage, rage. I don't know what else to say about it. It's very rageful. Thank you very much, CSB. Thank you, Darren. I appreciate you both so, so much.
4: Yeah, I didn't know we were the show. Do we we say things that people wouldn't normally say? I never thought of us that way, Darren, but I guess if that's what people think, that's what they think. We are the show that will say what you're thinking. I'll be damned. That's why it is such a cathartic show. I guess. People are like, we're all in on this. Yeah. I wouldn't say that, but these guys, (laughs) oh, these guys will say anything. Anything. That's what makes it so entertaining. Perhaps. We hope so. Yes.
5: We aim to entertain. We really do. That is the main goal. That is the main goal. True.
4: Now you've got a Hannity clip or a Musk clip or a Scott
6: Labido clip. Your pick, Darren. Whatever you want. Well, let's go with Scott it's, it's been a
5: while since I've heard Scott alright let's do some Scott
8: got a message for the so called mayor of this fucking city here in New York yeah you guys
4: got a so called mayor out there in New York too don't you I thought Chicago was bad but all you folks in oh, New yeah. York
5: a, yeah he's, uh,
4: he's a <laughs> a doozy yeah.
5: I guess yeah.
8: I hear you you're out talking about kids and social media how it's destroying the their life that's not your fucking job okay that can't have pizza oh, no meat I mean we got to stop beating me listen to me jerk off
5: <laughs> <laughs> see this is this is why we love scott man you know I, the, what i want is, is scott to moderate some some fucking tv show with eric adams uh you know <laughs> under the spotlight and talk to him exactly as he is now this is what needs to happen to more politicians you know it's it's a shame it's a fucking shame that what Scott's saying, we're hearing, and you know, some Twitter people, whatever, and I guess some YouTube, although he's getting a lot more coverage. He's popping up in like these TikTok, you know, reviews, you know what I'm talking about? You see him on Facebook and it says like a carousel of little things and more and more I'm seeing Scott, but really I would like to see somebody like Eric Adams subjected to Scott live like this with a camera, single camera trained on Adam's face. You can watch him fucking rage and sit there and have to
4: take it. I think that would be a great idea. I mean, it doesn't even have to be any of the name calling or insulting. I just want him to be held to answering the questions that people like Scott Labido have and not the usual political when they go on 60 minutes where it's like, well, Mr. President, can you tell us about your son Hunter's legal problems? Well, no, but I had ice cream for lunch and, and then they just yeah. move on. It's like, no, you have to answer the question. You're not getting out of the room if you don't answer the question.
6: That'd be nice. A
8: cage match,
6: that would be fun. Yeah.
8: Listen to me, Jerkoff. Do your fucking job as the mayor of the city, all right? Get these fucking illegal aliens that are destroying this fucking city, give them a thousand bucks apiece, send them down south so they don't die in the fucking streets and start breaking into people's houses because it's going to be 20 below zero and they don't know how to fucking cope with that, number one. Number two, get the fucking criminals off the fucking street. Straighten out your fucking city. Don't worry about the fuck what the Fed should be taking care of with these kids and social media. You got me? Stop. You hear That's- me? Stop.
5: There's another little, little, just a little twist where, you know, Scott's wrong. You no, know, the Fed's got no business getting involved in that shit either, really. You know, <laughs> government stay out of it, really.
4: <laughs> well, the government should stay out of a lot of things. Yeah. Parents so. should get back into their kids' lives. That would be good. Exactly. That would be great. Yes. Stop giving them devices at 10 or 12. Yeah.
5: Yeah. But, or stop, stop allowing, you know, again, it's, it's the, in many cases, it's not a matter of giving the kids the devices. The schools are making this necessary because they're sending out homework uh, assignments and so forth that are only available, you know, via uh, if you have a phone, text message, whatever you know, they're, they're, they're facilitating this. I should say they're all, they're all yes. working for Apple. I think they're it's get all insane. Well, yeah, it's easier for it the is.
4: teachers because that way they yeah. can be like, I don't know. I don't even have to grade it. I could just put it right. into chat. GPT. There you go. Boom. And yes. it can give me the answer. It's the, mm-hmm. again, I know it's the old guy viewpoint, but just like asking a woman out or a woman asking a man out or a woman asking a woman out, it doesn't really matter. But rather mm-hmm. than asking somebody out in person, doing it online this all of this has changed you think that it was uh, you know if it was easy back in the day if you really didn't like somebody to be like right to their face like i think you're a fucking asshole well that was a lot harder <laughs> yeah than today over the internet when you can do it also anonymously mm-hmm. you know you can just create yourself another social media account and say whatever you want under like no penalty whatsoever yeah You know, I remember a few times back in grammar school, junior high, you'd say something, somebody wouldn't like it, and boom, you were getting hit, or you were hitting them. Sure. You don't have that anymore. And that repercussion was an important part of learning what you could say, should say, shouldn't say.
5: Yes, that was an element of free speech because you were free to pretty much say whatever you wanted, but if someone didn't like what they heard, they were free to sock you in the mouth, too. So. Right. <laughs>
4: exactly. Yeah. And that the internet has changed that because the discourse people are a lot more apt to say things that they wouldn't say face to face. And I try to I mean even though, you know, you let the the language sure. here and on other shows go, I think mostly if I ran into one of these people face to face and had the opportunity would be very much the same kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not, uh, you know, it's not the hiding behind because we're again, we're dumb enough. We didn't hide behind a fake identity on the internet.
5: Are we dumb for that? Holy shit.
4: I'm like, again, if I would have known this like 20 years ago, yeah, I would have come up with a much better name yes i would have been I'd blue be, deuce 32
5: i'd be zorba. <laughs> zorba
4: i like the name zorba of the, the irishman
5: yeah the irishman <laughs> Zorba, or, or maybe like there was a there was a little known sci-fi movie and i love the name of it um like it was just like i think it only hit the drive-in circuit zontar Ooh. and that's got legs a
4: zontar i mean yeah. I'm, I'm seeing a big silver cape and um uh,
5: for Zorba or
4: Zontar? Either one, kind of. I mean, Zontar, Z-
5: Zontar, was, Zontar was like a slimy Godzilla. So yeah, uh, he was some type of, you know, reptile
4: amphibian, nine, 90 feet high. <laughs> well, that sounds like, I mean, then you could really have a podcast. Yeah, exactly. So yes. that's, that's a platform. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> <And you>
8: got-
5: <laughs> right? This is great. You love him the way he spits those words out i love it
4: man i mean i do i hear he's got such a sinatra voice he does he absolutely does he should wear the uh, fedora i'm gonna somebody send him a fedora
5: he never will because scott's got great hair man he's got a hell, hell of a mop of uh, his own hair so i don't think he'll ever see that hey how do you know it's his own hair oh i can tell i'm very adept at that
8: at these fucking jerk off little Antifa and BLM white liberal fucking jerk protesting for the river to the sea and anti hate the Jews hate America. These fuckers are the same little assholes. You they can't find Israel on the fucking map Stop them from bro- wrecking this fucking city shutting down the Thanksgiving Day parade and you let that fucking happen little slap on the wrist fuck out of here now they're going to be shutting down stop the- oh that was she- a- stop. T- was a- hey. right, exactly exactly
5: i was waiting for that yeah i think he's been hanging out with tina it's the that, tina that deserves a-, a replay yeah right? right
4: i'm like wait did, did tina uh, come in there she uh yeah exactly they, maybe they got <laughs> the same writers going on here maybe <laughs>
8: that fucking happened little slap on the wrist fuck out of here. Now they're going to be shutting down the Christmas tree lighting at Rockefeller. This is your fucking city and it's going down the tubes because you are a fucking jerk off. Amen.
5: Amen. And you know what's really interesting, Darren? On the clip, uh, and I like I said, I think I saw it was it was one of these, you know, you know vertical uh, positioned uh, uh things that you see uh, more for TikTok. And it was instead of saying jerk off, Somebody labeled it Jagoff, which didn't we discuss that <laughs> yes. in an episode a while back, right? J A G O F F, which is like somebody said it was like a Pennsylvanian thing, if I recall correctly. But I thought, what is that? Because that's not what Scott said. He called him a jerk off, not a Jagoff, but that's what it was labeled.
4: I wonder which one is deemed more offensive now. That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, growing up here, it was Jagoff. I think maybe a, no- a knob jockey. That might be the most. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's even better. <laughs> Scott can get into the British vernacular. It could work just as well. He should. <laughs> it could work just as well. But that is, I mean, again, this is which uh, Tina and uh, Scott, they bring to the table just that. I mean, it's beyond just the plain speaking folk. It's beyond just the the straight talk. It is. Seemingly uh, something that's missing in politics as a whole, which is just honesty and straight to the point.
5: Yes, with unbridled contempt.
4: And rightfully so. And rightfully so. Exactly. There are not many politicians out there who don't deserve at least uh, some scorn. Indeed. I only met one in my life. So, I mean, that's my buddy that is a mayor for one of the suburbs out here who did a ton of advertising with the bears and they wanted to like take him on a road trip and stuff, you know, fly, you know, with the he's like, Nope, can't take it. He offered when he's offered tickets for like the sky boxes. Cause they do a lot of advertising with the white Sox and cubs. He gives them away, you know, raffles them off for the citizens of his town. Smart, smart. It's like, don't want to take any of this stuff. Do not want to take any gifts. Do not want to take any. Cause it's like, yeah, you know what that's going to look like from, the outside they give him hell because you look it up and see uh what the the mayor of this town makes and it's like it's it's he may as well podcast he can make more podcasting than gotcha what the mayor makes and it's like well yeah and then you won't even take bribes what are you doing wrong why (laughs) what's the matter with you what are you doing it's not right don't you know Mm. how this system works really but now this uh clip here the, the you've got from handy i didn't this whole thing, I because I didn't really understand, yeah, why there was a debate between two guys who seemingly have zero chance at this point.
5: Yes, my only guess is that like they pro- probably they're both trying to raise their their visibility and their Q scores, and so uh, my guess is that that Newsom probably contacted DeSantis and said, "Hey, why don't we get in the octagon together?" And uh, you know, may the best asshole win and. uh but we'll be more famous, you know, after an hour and a half, however long it went on. That's kind of my guess as to how it happened. Um, then it wound but,
4: up on Fox with Hannity, which was quite interesting. Hannity.
5: Yeah. So, you know, I never I never liked Hannity. I never never liked that guy. I always thought he was kind of a, I don't know what, but uh, the, the few times I, I saw him, you know, on Fox, we'd do the football throw and all this bullshit. He always struck me as kind of a fake and a rhino and everything. And... I, I didn't watch the debate, I just watched some clips of it. I thought DeSantis, the clips I saw did very well, um, and, and Newsom came off as the smarmy, smirky jerk-off that he is, um, but, but Hannity is, was completely uh, uh, incapable of handling this properly and he let fucking newscom just roll right over him as you'll hear in this clip it's like what the fuck Bell? you know and this guy's thinking this guy is very wealthy he's, he's just celebrated i don't know 22 years or something some hellish long time he's been with fox a big deal on fox and watching this and as you hear you're gonna you're probably gonna say why
0: uh, to do that i need both your cooperation i don't want to be a hall monitor it's not my style all right this is a book that's in some of the schools in california florida this is not consistent with our standards called gender queer I, it's
4: some of it's blacked out you would not probably be able to put this on air this is pornography it's cartoons
0: it's aimed at children uh, and it's wrong so this should not be in schools those books do you believe that's appropriate for school districts to teach kids? Yes or no? Nah, come on. Those aren't not it's not part of the curriculum. They're not teaching. that those are books that I were know, in school? Hold on, hold
9: on. The bottom line is you are on a book banning binge, your state. 1,406 books, 3,362
0: in this country. You didn't answer Florida's what about Indiana, those no, books? No, Florida. <laughs> that's not we don't provide for K through third grade education. Stop. Stop. So
5: right there. Hannity just lets him slide. He lets fucking Newsom roll right over him. And he, and that's a fucking in-your-face lie. They absolutely do provide books, K through three and beyond. This guy just pulls bullshit out of his ass at will. And this is where Hannity should have had some balls and said, hey, hey, they're slick. Back off. You're wrong. Do you approve of this or not? But, you know, nobody, right. nobody calls that fucking asshole on his lies. And he is he is scurrilous. He, Newsom, it's possible Newsom might actually be
6: a lower form of bacteria than Joey.
4: And he has his brain cells still, so there's... Um, yes, he is just a scumbag. Well, this must be why all of a sudden there's a lot of comparison. I'm seeing a bunch of things, Florida versus California, and this was one of them. The Oh, the freedom of speech, the things... You know, that Florida is way less free. You have way less choice than you do in California. And I'm like, that simply just cannot be true.
5: It's not true. It's a total lies. Total, total lies. But if you repeat so, those through the liberal
4: media, you know. Yeah. Now some
5: guy, some I, I couldn't believe there's actually a, a a an elected official, some Republican, I think a congressman from from California, I couldn't believe there are any left, did an exhaustive fact check the day after that debate and went through every fucking lie that newscom told and refuted it with facts. But, you know, who's seen that? I might be the only guy. It had like nine views on YouTube and it went on too long. See the the, the right never knows how to encapsulate and 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 abbreviate and, and make things into digestible sound bites and headlines. Right. They don't know um, how to
4: use TikTok.
5: They really don't. Exactly. <laughs> And so this thing went on for this guy it took him probably 25 minutes to go through it but if somebody's skillful somebody who really understood political messaging and editing probably could have knocked that out in 45 seconds and then it would get some some traction and seriously dent the political career of a scumbag like Gavin Newsom but no one will ever nobody wants to listen to homework which is the way the republicans always seem to approach these things
4: do they do the dueling lie count? because I'm sure DeSantis wasn't no.
5: completely out of the uh, the realm either, but it's it's possible, you know, like I said, I didn't watch the whole thing. I just saw clips of it there was but there, no there was no lie meter or punch stat or anything like that. Um, yeah,
4: see, that so, would have so, been fun. I, Get a bunch of people on social media to decide what's real and what's not. Yeah.
5: yeah, but I mean, the thing is, and I saw actually a clip of um of Tucker. And he said that he knows Newsom, and he probably does in in some context. And he said this guy is a pathological liar. He said he's convinced that Newsom could easily pass a lie detector test. That he does, you know, his his blood pressure doesn't rise, his palms don't sweat, he does not react in any way when he tells the most the most bogus, outrageous lies, which he did in that debate. I mean, I lived in California. That fuck robbed. Two years from my kid's high school experience, as every other kid in that state, millions. Okay, with his bullshit lockdowns and his mask mandates. And he stood on that stage and had the balls to tell Newsom that Florida, Florida was the lockdown state, that they right. believed that Fauci, they bought into the bogus science. I mean, the guy
4: is just, he is a sick, sick fuck, and he needs to be stopped. Well, one of really the does. numbers that you just cannot deny the exodus from California and the uh
5: oh he even lied about that really he said oh yeah yeah yeah, oh no no he he will just say any he will say anything it's it's just it's unbelievable watching him it's incredible watching this fucker lie i've never seen anything like it in politics
4: ever the population of florida is growing the population of california is declining but hey you can spin everything yeah that kind of
0: curriculum. It's just made up. These guys make it up. It's part of this cultural purge. Should it it's be, just a big what, what grade would it be what acceptable? I find, but what I find what offensive, grade? Sean and Ron, what
5: I find- Again, stop, stop. See again, fucking Hannity let him roll. He said, in what grade would it be acceptable? Okay, because he, he caught him in a lie. And then he, uh, uh, Newsom puts up his, he does that talk to the hand shit, you know? <laughs> and it'd be like, fuck that, man. I mean, News- I, have, I have no respect for Hannity. None. He absolutely let that geek roll over him. It was incredible. Yeah, you wonder what his payoff was for
1: this little debacle. You
5: got to wonder. You got to wonder. Yeah.
1: Yeah. is the a very significant number of these books happen to be lgbtq books joe biden is in the pocket of the teachers union and so is kamala harris that's why they fought when way school it's
4: not kamala
5: that's why i pulled this for you darren because this is i couldn't find a goddamn clip i wanted to say no no joey says it's kamala <laughs> right
4: come on that's not kamala harris
5: it's kamala <laughs> There you go. There's a, there's an incredibly serious issue about babies being fed pornography in their school cu- curriculum and all that fucking do is correct somebody in the proper co- pronunciation of a bimbo's name. Uh-huh. No, she her name is
4: Kamla. And then people have no problem calling Vivek, Vivek or all any other yeah. uh, but that's fine. That's fine. That's fine, but that's beautiful that uh, really these very similar to any debate that's been on television as of uh, the last five, 10 years, it all just breaks down into name calling. Nobody really gets any real points for anything of substance. It's a lot of the gotcha stuff that, you know, then they, as you said, they don't hold them to the mat on it. No. No. Because if Hannity really wanted to, that if you're the, you know, you turn the microphones off for everybody else and go, no, wait a minute, uh, Governor, here's the reality of what we have reports well, yes. on. Yes. But yeah, Hannity mm-hmm. either got paid really well or there's uh, something going on here.
5: Well, I always think he's, he's been kind of a, you know, a, I guess it'd be kind to say a rhino. He's, he's fake. Guy's fake.
4: I mean, he I may be mad been. that Tucker Carlson has been around for less time and has a bigger, more powerful audience. Well,
5: Tucker Carlson is a bigger, more powerful brain. Well, this I is call. true. You know, really.
4: This is true. I mean, Hannity, you remember back when he started, he was just half of the team of uh, Hannity and Combs.
5: I knew Alan Combs. I used to work with him at uh, at ABC Radio occasionally. And he was not a dumb guy. You no. know, we were political opposites, but I I liked Alan. Never disliked him. Yeah.
4: That's what I mean. That's what I've heard from the you know larger people in the uh, rankings that were... On the conservative side, nobody ever had a bad mm-hmm. thing to say about him because you could have a conversation yeah. and you weren't cool. like you know, you weren't gonna yeah. get the name calling.
5: Yeah. And so in that way I have more respect for, for the deceased Alan than I do for Hannity because he was at least he was intellectually honest. And uh, I think Hannity's a
4: fraud. Very well could be. I mean he's making a lot of money. I mean a ton, fuck ton of money. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Again, I'm like, hey, I'll be a yeah. fraud for how many million a year? The- exactly yes what well, do frauds get paid i don't know now you have musk and regis is this regis philbin
5: yes and you are going you know what this is i'm not going to tell you anything about this <laughs> clip darren you're just going to have to you're going to have to catch the wave and ride it and enjoy it yourself
4: am i going to have to phone a friend
5: maybe
6: so if you're ready let's go for the
3: million.
5: Oh, nice. <laughs>
3: If Bob Iger was in the room with you right now, what would you say to him? Eat a bag of dicks? <laughs> Suck on my pee-pee? Disney Plus is gay? Go fuck yourself.
4: I love AI. <laughs> Isn't it great? Uh-huh.
0: Um, I'd like to use one of my lifelines and phone a friend. Okay, who would you like to call? I'd like to call Bob Iger. <laughs> okay.
3: Our friends at AT&T will get Bob Iger on the line, and we'll see if he can help you. Hello. Hello, Bob. Yeah. Hi, Regis Philbin here from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Hi. We've got Elon Musk with us right now. He's won a half million dollars. Wow. And he's going for a million dollars. <laughs> and he needs your help to get there. Okay. So he's going to come on the line, read a question, four possible answers. One of them is the right answer. Elon, you've got
4: 30 seconds. Starts right now.
2: <laughs>
4: hey, Bob. Hi. I don't really need your help. I just wanted to let you know that I'm going to win the million dollars. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. He's won $1 million. <laughs> hey, Elon's won a lot more than that. That's funny, man. We need more comedy in the world. Isn't that good
5: shit, man? I just, I just howled when I...
4: But this is it, this is exactly why AI should, (laughs) I mean, one, amuse everybody, but also scare the hell out of you, because the voices, they were pretty good.
5: They were very good, very good, yeah.
4: That's the reality, it's like, again, this is why you can't believe it. I mean, tell your parents, tell your grandparents, Mm. if you ever call them up and are like, oh, I need a lot of money, be like, I'll call you right back at the number I have for you. Yes. Because most likely, not real
5: but even i mean the brilliance of the lines that that they fed uh into the uh the regis side of the thing and the cutting it. these guys are really good that was pro it,
4: with the mo- was, the right so, music yeah it's fantastic so well done that show was way better when regis was doing it too it's been oh, yeah. years since he's done that right it went to the other the woman from the daytime and
5: uh, meredith Vieira. she yeah. uh, she she was uh she was weak sauce compared to Regis. yeah
4: no, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Now I've got a clip. This is the rarity. This is a uh, Keith Oberman clip from his show. So I, I opted instead of just giving you the quick, hey, uh, scan the QR code to get to Keith Oberman. Well, this is <laughs> yeah. the beginning of his show. And just to show you, I mean, there's a kicker at the end of this uh, nearly four minute clip that I'm still trying to figure out. Ooh, okay. So it's a a slow burn. It's Mm -hmm. Keith at his best. He is really upset that MSNBC fired Mehdi Hassan, who was one of their presenters, if we can use the British term, Mm -hmm. from his weekend time slot, which was one hour every weekend. So that's all the guy was working full, you know, as far as showing up on MSNBC was for one hour a week on the weekend. Wow. But this is a hill that Keith totally wants to die on because he has nothing but hate in his heart for MSNBC, which is the place that fired him, I believe. Oh. Mm hmm. And his cohorts there, you know, uh, the Rachel Maddows and all that. Well, he has no
9: love for any of them. Really? Dear. I'd like to apologize for what MSNBC has become. Again, I'd like to apologize again for what MSNBC has become. They fired Mehdi Hassan yesterday. He hosted one hour a week on Sunday nights and did streaming shows, and it might have been the best hour on that network because while I don't know that I agreed with even most of what he said, He was not doctrinaire, and he didn't simply repeat what Maddow says, and he didn't pretend to be a moderate because being a Trump propagandist didn't work out that well for him like Scarborough does, and he didn't struggle to read a prompter full of Democratic Party talking points.
4: I mean, let's just stop here for a second. That He thinks Joe Scarborough is pro-Trump.
9: Is that what he just said? Chief has brain damage, (laughs) pretty sure. Yes, I think he does. Like Joy Reid does, and to my knowledge... He never fell asleep on the air like Andrea Mitchell does, nor caused the viewer to fall asleep like Hayes and O'Donnell do. And because they fired him, an Englishman of Indian Muslim descent, in the middle of a war and terrorism between Israel and Hamas that sometimes seems like only 30% of it is being fought on the ground and the rest of it is being fought in the world's media.
4: I mean, does this surprise Keith as well that any war at this point is mainly fought in the in the media and on
9: social media. Yeah. It's amazing that he finds these things surprising. Really? MSNBC at least appears to have made up a story about reshuffling its weekend lineup to make more room for Michael Steele, former GOP chairman Michael Steele, and for Alicia Melendez, whose father you may know, and who in any ethical news shop in the world could not be on the air again until her father's situation was resolved. And now, Hassan will be a fill-in anchor because, well, damn it, they had 49 great hours of weekend programming and they had to cut one of them, didn't they? MSNBC does not have 49 great hours of programming a year. Oh, damn! Wow, that Keith, he's, uh... He's going scorched earth here, isn't he? Yeah, really,
5: absolutely.
9: I do not know for certain why they fired him. I do not know if he said something about the Middle East they did not like. Although he said a lot about the Middle East, I think they did not like. I do not know if the timing was coincidental. I do know the people running MSNBC now cesar Conde, rebecca blumenstein from the wall street journal and rashida jones who was only in charge of scheduling associate producers for midday shows but is now msnbc president and as such is only in charge of scheduling associate producers for midday shows
5: wait a minute stop stop is that the quincy jones kid from uh, the office rashida jones or another that
4: one? is there, i don't know if there's another rashida jones or if that hmm. is what she's currently doing now Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I didn't know she went to work for the news organization. Mm. Or it could just be another Rashida Jones, I suppose. Could be. Yeah, it's yeah,
9: probably not. Okay. Just dumb enough to have fired Mehdi Hassan during a Middle East conflict but for something other than his opinions about it. They really are that dumb. Let's put it this way. They either fired him for his Middle East opinions during conflict in the Middle East or They fired him for something else during conflict in the Middle East and thus made themselves look guilty of firing him for his Middle East opinions anyway. However, just as important as the continuing asinine and ignorant and sometimes flat-out comical conduct of the management of MSNBC and NBC and NBC News, in fact, probably much more important, is the issue of personal integrity of the people at what is, God help us, the closest thing to a liberal news network in this country, while there are what? Fifteen conservative ones? Wow. How does it count those? did you let that sink in? Yeah, really.
5: Fifteen. Which which I'd love to hear even three what are <laughs>
4: he thinks msnbc isn't liberal enough and that all the other media i want to play that again just for everybody where this was no doctoring here keith really hmm. believes yeah. that the media landscape is currently one that is overrun by conservative outlets
9: it's insanity of the management of msnbc and nbc and nbc news in fact probably much more important Is the issue of personal integrity of the people at what is, God help us, the closest thing to a liberal news network in this country, while there are what, 15 conservative ones? And much of CNN and part of MSNBC? More important than the firing of Mehdi Hassan is the response from MSNBC stars about the firing of Mehdi Hassan. You want to hear what Matto and O'Donnell and Hayes and Wagner and Reed and everybody else there said about this? I bet I know it's coming, Darren. Uh-huh. Seven seconds of silence. Want to hear it again? Uh-huh. There you go. There we go. Yeah.
5: He's so fucking predictable. <laughs> what an idiot.
9: Yeah, it's the
4: old, uh, just, you want to hear it again? It's silent. I mean, uh-huh. <laughs> the guy thinks the media in the world is conservative. Uh-huh. And MSNBC which is a total
6: liberal network. Oh, it's barely liberal,
4: according to Keith. This this only is explained by Keith having a brain injury or there being two dimensions. And Mm -hmm. one side really just believes one thing and the other side just believes the other. I mean, the evidence is so clearly there. They track things when it comes to the media yeah that will tell you what percentage well they'll tell you two things one how much time they spend on each individual story you know like the trump impeachment as opposed to the biden impeachment and guess which one they covered a lot more huh the trump that's weird because there's such a conservative bunch yes imagine that but it will also tell you What coverage for somebody like Donald Trump or Joe Biden, how much has been positive coverage and how much has been negative coverage? None of these numbers skew anywhere near conservative. So I don't know what Keith's issue is, except that he is either clinically insane, which is possible, or we are living in two different dimensions and we just can't see the other side. I vote insane. I think he is. I think he is absolutely insane, but I think that he believes it, which is the scariest part of all. Yeah. And the people that listen to him and the David Packmans of the world believe this stuff, which is how the world is in such a sorry state because people believe this drivel. And you're so far down the rabbit hole that coming back is, I just can't see how it's going to happen because I see two different choices here, which is the only way it can really go. The next presidential election, it's either you know, okay, it's either Joey or Joey's going to die first, and it's going to be Captain Hair Gel or Michelle Obama. But it's seemingly again, unless Trump dies, it's going to be Donald Trump as the guy getting the votes. So One whether the Republicans put him there or not, it's a very it would, I can't see anything happening that he won't get the nomination.
5: Well, what are the odds? I mean, what are they, what are they saying? I mean, like, you know, I always put great credence in the Vegas odds makers because those guys, they tend to put aside their political biases because always with them, their wallet comes first. It's all about money. I, it's all about money. So I would, I would think, I'd be shocked, were there not some type of a Vegas lie at this point on whether the Donald is going to wind up, you know, in jail before the election or not do we have any sort of a sense of that because it seems that's what they want to do they want to stop him from ever getting
4: the nomination or be even and i don't think uh, being in jail keeps him out of the getting the nomination which is even more interesting okay because there are, there are arguments gene believes that uh there's no way the guy that i do that show unrelenting relenting with the rusky the rusky right the, <laughs> the putin apologist I'm like, well, if Trump were to win the election, couldn't he just walk into office and give himself a pardon? And he's like, no, I'm like, why? I don't think there's any, it's never been done, but that doesn't mean that there's a law against doing it. No. Mm -hmm. If the president can pardon anybody else, you know, he's like, oh, what you do is then you go in and you say, oh, I have to go get this wart removed. Let me hand over the presidency to the vice president for 13 minutes. Yeah. just long enough for them to do it but either way the end result would be the same yes but i would think that if donald trump were to win the next presidential election mm-hmm. we have riots in the streets of every major city in the the uh, in the nation that's a given guaranteed so I don't really know. I and mean, that wouldn't those people be election deniers? Shouldn't they all be people that get locked up by the. By the feds because they're election deniers. I mean, if you don't.
5: Mm. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah.
4: Because that we've learned the feds will go after people who are election deniers for. They will track them down even if it takes years.
6: Yes, they will. You know,
4: unless they're Democrats. But we are here at Planet Rage. A value for value podcast. We put these shows out there. They're not behind a paywall. Nope. You that's what's a beautiful thing. It's a cathartic thing. Didn't you hear, Andrew? This is cathartic. You <laughs> don't need Bandrew. a drink, <laughs> right? You don't need anger management. You don't need anger no. therapy. You got planet rage. Yeah. Where we say the things, then you're like, Oh my God, I can't, you can't say that. We're the guys that are saying the things that you're afraid to say. Hmm. And what's that worth to you? You get to go over to planetrage.show/slash donate. Click that donate button for a one-time or monthly donation through PayPal. You can use the QR codes or wallet addresses if you want to do the crypto thing. You can stream us some Satoshis if you're on the podcasting 2.0 movement. And if you're not, newpodcastapps.com. And you can also use the PO box if you want to let Uncle Sam handle that, along with all of your Christmas cards this holiday season. Any which way you show some value back to us is very much appreciated today. we haven't done our jobs. Not a lot of value, but I get it. Bidenomics. Yeah. And holiday spending. Mm-hmm. So I get it. But Kevin Seifert still came in with his $5 a month, monthly donation. Thank you, Kevin. It is very much appreciated. If everybody would do that, what a wonderful world. Now that CSB has gone off to study whatever he's studying for this year. Mm. We've had a few boostograms anonymous with 3000 that said Hillary Trump will jail dissidents if reelected. Well, Hillary wasn't. Oh, I'm sorry. This is quoting Hillary saying Trump will jail dissidents if reelected. Also, Hillary sorry. says, thankfully, many of his people appointed refused to implement his policies. Yes, that was from the last show. We yes. had that clip of Hillary and he, they, these people don't have to make sense and they don't have to be consistent.
5: No, never. <laughs> Thank you. Anonymous, though. Thank you
4: memes 1337 came in with 1337 said leap boost to sustain the rage and his quote is william hurt saying rage with panache oh i like that That's what we do 13%. right we we have plenty of panache i mean you have we like 95 like... percent. i've got a little no
5: i think we i think we we both strive for panache and i think
4: we uh, we do achieve it uh, quite often so thank you so much And our buddy Dale Jr. who was coming in Ah. with 100 Satoshis a minute. And I was like, damn, that's like five bucks a show. Hey, thank you. Which is a great amount. And I'm not not pointing at anybody. I think it's great for those that do like two Satoshis a minute. Where Dale Jr. is doing 100. Mm -hmm. Every little bit adds up. And it's like, damn, you see that? And you're like, that's pretty impressive. It is. Clip Custodian, he just came in with 10,000 sats and says, "Ray John." Thank you, Double C. And (laughs) Detroit's own Ah, NetNed. With 5150, that's the Van Halen donation.
5: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What did that mean again? I used to know what that was. What was the 5150? Wasn't that a,
4: like, a mental distress call or something? It was something (laughs) like that, I think. Something like that. That sounds about right. (laughs) But he's, like, cathartic, like, the show is a, on a catheter, or is a catheter? Yes, that's exactly. I'll say
5: it. something very quickly about that. Um, back when I used to watch television, when I had a television several years ago, um, and you you would watch. It, it was. It's actually how we knew that the M5M was doomed because the only commercials on Fox and so forth were for um, buy gold, reverse mortgages, right. and catheters. Right. And, and there was actually a catheter commercial that ran for quite a while. And I would always watch and go, what the fuck? Because the, the scripted line, the guy would be sitting there and he, he would actually say this. This catheter hurts less. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Who wrote that, Who wrote that line for him? <laughs> what an endorsement. It hurts less.
4: Hey, well, that might finally be truth in advertising. Maybe, yes. Because <laughs> none, none of them are fun. You know the permanent ones. You know uh, you don't want that. I guess not. And my dad, it was you know for over a year he was on the ones where he had to self-cath every time he had to go to the bathroom. And I'm just like, dude, I ooh, ooh, I oh, don't God. no oh, man. no. Oh. There's a lot of things that I'm like I have no problem with. You want to stick needles in my eye? That's great. Yeah. That's fine. That I'm drawing yeah. a line. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, we also had some people streaming stats, rock and roll breakout user four, four, eight, five, six, zero, five, two. I sure hope that's just somebody who didn't set a name and that wasn't what they said. I mean, no judging yeah. or anything. No. Okay. Say something. Fernando 23. Mr. Cyanide. That's a good name, too. That, wow. That's quite a name. Yes. That's like a Batman villain name. Yeah. Perfect. You're right. Mr. Cyanide. Mr. No, we have, <laughs> somebody needs to figure out the outfit and we'll be in good shape. Uh, FS grew and Anonymous, all y'all, thank you for streaming thank some you. Satoshi's. I mean, we were planning on doing a, a special Christmas episode in about a week or so, but nobody has sent anything in, so maybe we need to rejiggle the handles. Maybe we do, yeah. Because again, we got know. prizes. I think I have some mugs on the and uh, on the front porch right now. Oh, cool! Yeah, come on, let's go, folks. Send in something Yul-tide good. Yeah. You want, yeah, you want a Planet Rage mug. Mm-hmm. We want to do a, a nice Christmas based episode. I mean, you can make yes. it up. Just give us a Christmas yeah. story.
5: Yes. Or another way, don't forget to get a Planet Rage mug is make a donation to the folks at No Agenda, which then Adam and John will have to read and include in your note. I always listen to Planet Rage with Darren and Larry because it's really a much better show. Yes. It's we'll a planetrage.show. Planetrage.show. <laughs> planet we'll send you a mug pronto. Yes,
4: and I will be ordering more <laughs> mugs, more mugs, more mugs. As <laughs> they are beautiful, I'll have to they put are. a picture of them up. Because I got Speaking the, of which,
5: I was at a uh, I was at a meetup on Saturday.
4: Oh, so now you now you're at meetup number two, and I'm at zero. Me, and i me, I've been looking because when yeah. the racing see a lot of the meetups around here are on Sundays, and one that's mm. already hard for me because I'm doing the pre show. So if they're during the show, yeah and i've been looking for a, a meetup in the area here for december and there's nothing on the schedule what's going on chicago area meetup people come on get
5: get busy well i i, I can understand the reticence the fear you know it is with bullets flying you know, yes you want to be, be out in the not suburbs yet. yeah but it was it was in the uh in the wilds of connecticut in a place called hagenham arranged by a wonderful person named nalani and there was a lot of people there that i got to see same as last time and what made me think of this was um, Lady Butters, who posed um, a couple of weeks ago with her Planet Rage uh, mug, a coffee mug that she got, you know, whatever. She and, she and Sir Knives are both there. And um, so there's a big fan of the coffee mugs.
4: So. Hey, they are nice. They are nicer than I expected them to be they're very nice which is why I ordered a bunch more. I didn't want to be like, "Okay, we need to get some prizes away. Let's check out what this is like." I ordered some yeah. Planet Rage uh, mouse pads as well, so if you hate drinking things, maybe you can <laughs> opt for a mouse pad. That's what I say when uh, when uh pimping out my buddy uh Dame Black Loca of the uh, Texas Hot Glass. When I'm pimping out her business on the rock and roll pre-show, I always say, "Well, there's two types of people that you really want to go To Black Dame Loca for, and that is people that smoke weed because she makes the bongs and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, oh cool, or people that drink because she makes cups. So I mean, if you know any, if you know anybody that either smokes weed or drinks liquid, Mm. (laughs) you're settled. It's like you, you one of those two, you'll probably find. Cool, but yeah, she does some really nice work. TexasHotGlass.com, all custom blown glass if you got special requests i mean if you're looking for special wine glasses or any kind of those kind of things she does really nice work
5: and it's a cool name i like the texas hot glass kind of rocks
4: yes. yes which is i mean hey so does planet show so make sure you get that into your no agenda notes Just and sure. uh you know if you if you have an, enough here at planet rage we're going to do in the same kind of thing the uh I don't know if it's a hundred dollars, if it's two they'll be like, Hey, if you want, you hit this amount, if you want a mug, we can send one out. Hell yeah. We want everybody to be happy that they're raging. Does that seem anti <laughs> <is> that <laughs> No, that works. Do you know I mean? should, I, <laughs> should I crack every mug before sending them out just so it could piss people off? <laughs> I got my mug, but it's broke. You're welcome. <laughs> <Mission laughs> you Uh accomplished. Well- uh-huh, exactly. Mission accomplished. But, uh, so if you have any Christmas stories, just send them to rage at dot and I'll, uh, hit all our, uh, our podcast Ooh, friends. Where'd your
5: audio go there, Darren? All
4: of a sudden I maybe oh. it could still be, again, if there's a bunch of clicks in here, I'm going to run this through a filter. I'm just guessing the, uh,
5: these the- are not clicks. These are like the sideboard, like the, the choke off sound. And, uh, you were just gone for about four seconds.
4: Well, the system probably needs a nice, strong reboot. So with that, I mean, do you know what's going to be on uh, that Larry show this week?
5: I do not. How, however, you know, since it is the Yuletide season, um, last week's episode, people are telling me is a must listen. It was called Merry Griftmas and, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're being barraged at every turn to donate to things at cash registers. Every time you turn around, somebody else is making an urgent request for money, and a lot of it, it turns out, is going to really sleazy outfits. So that's what the episode's about. And there's also a marvelous story of when I get some instant karma as a high school kid when I made a very small donation to a Salvation Army uh, worker. So I think you're going to enjoy this episode. And that's what I got. Now, what do you have, Darren, for random thoughts this week?
4: It is always completely random. That I uh, am not sure at all this week. I know that people did seem to stick around for the That Larry Show Grift Miss episode ran after no agenda on Sunday, and people seem to like it. So if you missed that, good. by all means, go over to thatlarryshow.com. And I'm
5: most grateful to, uh, to Adam and John and Sir Bemrose for slating that in there. I'm very,
4: thank you so much. You mean the fabulous uh, Ryan Bemrose. Fabulous Ryan Bemrose, yes. Indeed he is. <laughs> hey, if you check out that LarryShow.com, RandomThoughts, R-A-N-D-U-M-B, Thoughts.com, you will keep yourself nice and busy. You un- will. Until next Monday, when we will be back here again to rage at you with at least 33% less clicks and pops, we hope. <laughs> But we'll see. Thanks for hanging with us today. Let's see. I didn't do the, uh, the infamous troll count. Oh, yeah. Was 80 at this time, man. People are probably like, you're popping and clicking. Oh, geez.
5: Yeah, well, you know, we just, it was the donation segment, which is always some drop off. Yeah. I, I think, again, you're right. I, I mean, things basically, in my experience doing this stuff now, this is always when downloads tend to, uh, to decline. At the high, either the shank of summer when everybody's at the beach. And when everybody's getting ready for Christmas, they sort of there's, I've seen usually a, some drop-off, so probably it. So next Monday, bring a friend. Bring a friend, please.: The
0: U.S. strikes
8: back, killing a member of the Islamic State. Home World.